breached the Black Helpline. The revolution will not be televised. Hello, y'all. Welcome to another edition of the Black Helpline. I'm Tricky Mickey. I'm Malcontent. I'm Big Germ. Really? So which are you, Big Germ or the Big Sad Horn? (laughs) (laughs) Like you're at some kind of like pep rally or something over here. It's really sad. The fuck? Very sad. Well, what are we going to talk about today, y'all? I think, well, well, the one that I brought up was this really horrible, heinous crime in Arizona where a uh, 17-year-old boy was listening to rap music and a white man slit his throat because he was not, he wasn't intimidated or afraid because of the kid he was afraid of the rap music he was triggered he was triggered and fearful for his life because of rap music triggered by a jigger this is something that i just i it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around the enormity of what this kind of means to the black community that we can't even express ourselves in music without fear of deadly repercussions no and we can't express ourselves in music. I mean, it's bad enough we can't express ourselves in many ways, but when, they, when we can't even just ride down the street and listen to music, mm-hmm. you know, and mind our own business, just like Homeboy in Florida, um, yeah. then we got problems. He had a hoodie. Yeah. He just had a hoodie. He just had a hoodie. Or the dude that was in the car, and the guy shot into the car, you know, killed that boy. But this guy comes up and walks right up to this kid. Was that the gas station? Yes. He shot him because they were playing loud, yes. loud music. But yeah. this guy well, he says went he... went to jail, though. That dude, yeah, that well, dude they put his ass under the jail. He got life yeah. in prison. There you go. But um, this thing with the guy, with this with this cat, um, stabbing this young man, and he was he was a child. Mm-hmm. He, he was, was 17. 17 he went up behind old. him. Went up behind him like a bitch mm-hmm. and attacked him because of hate. And... I don't know about you two, but this kind of thing makes me, puts me on notice, you know, a little bit. A little bit more, perhaps? Uh, uh, definitely a little bit more, because this just this is just a plain example of the types of volatility that are walking around us every day, yeah. and we don't even know it's there. It doesn't always have, you know, a, a, a secret friend standing next to it that it's talking to, mm-hmm. you know? This well, guy didn't have, sorry, this guy did not have a uniform on. No. Military or anything like no, that. No, he just got out the joint, apparently. The joint. He just got out the joint two days before this happened. And now he's trying to play the crazy card. And he, you know, he tried to play the crazy card, but they threw that shit out. I was actually shocked that a judge in Arizona threw that out as a defense. Because, you know, historically, they're like, mm-hmm. well, he was black, so, you know, but who knows? So here in the article, it says, just two days before the stabbing, Adams had been released from prison, according to Andrew Wilder, a spokesperson for the Arizona Department of Corrections. Adams had previously faced numerous charges, including aggravated assault of a correctional officer, assault with a weapon, marijuana violation, and theft. So he's already attacked people. He's already attacked people with a weapon. And now they're trying to say because he was homeless and didn't have access to his uh, mental health support system mm. that he he was failed by the system well that's that's he was I, failed not the kid was, who was not the kid killed yeah, yeah that's how i call straight bullshit on that because straight fucking bullshit failed him failed him and, oh, and, and that's you know forget about the the millions of other people in this country that don't have access to that much needed help they're right. just you know 
it's all about him. They're putting it on him, what right. he did. Yeah, they're versus, not going out and stabbing people behind, you know. They're yeah. They're not doing any of that. You know. Wow. And, you know, this kid didn't even see this coming. So where does this put, you know, the families, the parents of that worry about, I mean, it's bad enough, you know, growing up, I don't know about you guys, but I had to, I had to, I had to talk from my mother about hanging around in in the subculture, hanging around with white people. Be careful, basically, is what she said in a nutshell. Be careful because not everybody is going to be friendly to you. You know, ain't that the truth? Yeah, I was just told don't come back. <laughs> well, that's too fucking bad. Yeah. But look at you now. Yeah, sitting here with us, I'm happy. Back. Thanks. Well, we're happy to have yeah. you. But this is messed up because it it doesn't. If this guy, I'm glad that they didn't take the mental illness defense. But I'm also a little afraid that if they had anyway, other people could go out doing this because it, it'll set a new precedent for you know hate. If what he would did, be, what would the precedent be? Just to that be, you can get away white, with it. Well, to be white is to be in a constant state of fear. Well, they've already set that precedent for themselves. Yeah. You know, constant state of fear. It's like, hey, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. But we're fear, we're fear for two different reasons. No one should ever have to live in fear ever. And I think that's, there's, well, no one should ever have to live in fear, period. I don't know why this is even a debate for anybody ever. Like, I don't know why people can't just understand that. So... Just going back to the article, it says here, In a convenience store just before 2 a.m. on July 4th, Michael Paul Adams, 27, lunged at the teen and stabbed him in the back and slit his throat. Adams told police he stabbed the boy because he heard him listening to rap music in his car before entering the store, and rap music makes him feel unsafe. (laughs) He also, wait, wait, it goes on. He also told officers that he had previously been attacked by people who listened to rap music, whom he identified as black, Latino, and Native American, according to court documents, and that he believes that people who listen to rap music are a threat to him and the community. So basically, he's got that, he's got that silent dog whistle saying that anybody yeah. listens to rap music, it's a battle call, so be careful. It's really uncanny, though, that he looks like uh, Charles Manson sans the swastika in the middle of his forehead yeah yeah he really he really does he really does he looks he looks like a quintessential white supremacist yeah he's probably one of those incel dudes too i bet i bet what i bet something happened to him in a cell (laughs) (laughs) cell? (laughs) care to speculate well i'm sure he when he the first thing he thought about when he got out of prison is i'm taking one of these motherfuckers out since he took out my ability to hold my shit in Michael Adams, also known as Strawberry Shortcake. A leather eye for a leather eye. Strawberry Shortcake. A leather guy for a black guy for a leather for a leather starfish. Fuck. You know, uh, and this is a nice kid. You know, I mean, he's you know he's on his way out of high school. Mean kid. He didn't deserve what happened to him. Yeah. Not at all. And if this is the way, if this is a new tactic, you know, the whole sneak attack, because this was a total sneak attack. And, you know, came from behind and yep. slit his yeah. fucking throat. Yeah. That's an ambush. That's straight ambush. You know, and that's that that shows intent. You know, mental illness or not, that shows intent completely. Yeah. No, they're gonna throw that out. You know, and he'll get thrown back again. 
Yep, and yeah. he'll you know have he'll, other he'll reasons. Get, he'll get services in in the pokey. You know, he'll get pokey, all right. <laughs> so he'll get services in, in the, the pokey. pokey. That's what he said. So that's double meaning for that one. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not that fucking square. Thank double you. meaning. <laughs> you know, I you know it just I, I'm just I'm just I, I'm just getting sick of this this fragile shit. But what does it mean that somebody is so triggered? By a fucking song? I, I mean, I listen. I hear, I hear country music all the time. You I'm listen to going by out. I'm triggered fucking country music for sure. Busting off like Suburban XL windows on Hennepin Avenue. Achy know? Breaky Heart just about broke my yeah, spirit. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he probably made that girl to that music. But I ain't trying to hear this shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Marvin Gaye probably made some to his own music too, dude. More than some. Yeah, you know this. More than some. You know, Marvin Gaye. Rest in peace, Marvin yeah. Gaye. Where does this lead us, though? Where does this kind of thing lead us? Well, it just starts a new, a new, a new line of uh, of of fear. You know, the sneak attack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like sneak attacks. I've been jumped. I don't like sneak attacks. I think it's a coward's way. Now, I, I think that judge probably thought the same thing, that he was a coward, and he's trying to play crazy. You know. It's happening a lot in public, though. A lot in of public, public because people yeah. feel empowered, and I'm going yeah. to say that it's. I think it's because of this administration. Uh, absolutely, I absolutely yeah. feel like he people feel empowered by the. In, yes. Yeah. No. Fuck. By this no. administration, this administration is the cause of a lot of this. These white feels for people, I think you know, where they're out there doing things yeah. where they. That's just well, not this, fucking right. And this administration has been, as you say, it's it, it is the crowbar that has been lifting these rocks where these son of a bitches have come out from under. And all the dog whistles. And all the dog whistles that go with it on a yeah. keychain. Huh. You know? And I you know, I'm not at the point where I'm afraid of anybody walking down the street because I, I I size up everybody walking by. But like I said, you, you can't take a sneak attack. And where does it take us? It takes us into another level of social fear, which is yeah. not good. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If it was a black guy who had killed the 17-year-old, he, there wouldn't be any kind of mental issues. There wouldn't be kind of any mental instability issues or black mental illness crime, issues. Gang-related. Oh. No. Gang-related or, yeah, something along drugs or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, they'll, they'd use the press to, to push the narrative about black-on-black violence being 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 gang culture, yeah. you know, if that had happened, without even knowing that this kid, anything about this child. Yeah, they were going for his, his converse. Yes, he had converses on, so he must have been in a gang. Yeah. Mental illness is not an excuse for racism at all. Well, Although, if you're a racist, you're a total fucking mental asshole. How about that? Well, me- apparently, well, according to our government, mental, mil- mental illness is, is an excuse for racism. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Elijah. Hashtag, I yeah, I'm I'm a little sad by that because you know we had this guy getting ambushed. Um, what was the young lady in um in um I forgot the state that was attacked by Pick on the state. train. <laughs> you know, no shit. Um, that was attacked on the um was it the was it the LRT in New York where the guy killed the black girl? Um, yeah. 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 In New York. Yes. In a subway. Did she have a twin or something like that? Or? No. He killed her because he didn't like how she looked. So he went yeah. and attacked this black woman and took her life. Yeah. You know? And that was the same thing out in public. You know? Um, 
But if we if, if this is putting more of us on alert, then where do we stand as as a free, you know as a you know, quote unquote free society? I mean, how do, do we just walk around always looking over our shoulders yet again in life? Well, my brother, this is not a free society for us. No, it's it's not. So it is not. We have to already hold it to a different kind of standard, and we're held to a different kind of standard oh, because absolutely. we don't have the privilege of waking up white. No, and when we do try to exercise our own rights as individuals, oftentimes we're ignored, or we are, in cases like even this, even this this forum that we have here, we're being too judgmental or. A lot of people might say that because they don't understand what it's like to wake up every day yeah. and always be on a fucking swivel, you know? I had to have a conversation with a friend of mine about white privilege, and you know, his, his argument, of course, is that, well, he wasn't given anything. He didn't have any, you know, any kind of pathways given to him. And I said, by the sheer fact that you don't have to look over your shoulder and that, a, you, know, that you might be shot or killed just by being a person of color automatically means that you are you're steeped in white privilege well you've benefited from it doesn't yeah. matter how much money you have you've benefited no, it doesn't from matter it. at all how much money you have and you know, so these arguments they follow on deaf they fall on deaf ears in terms of how i listen to it because if if you're trying to argue with me a person of color and you're white you're trying to say that you haven't benefited because you're white i just i can't hear that <laughs> i just can't so hear it can he wake up does he wake up anxious yeah. About yeah. Anything. You know, or just depressed. Well, do I you hate... think? Well, here's a question: What if it had been a white kid listening to that rap music? Because certainly, white people, white kids listen to rap music. Do you think that 17 year old white boy God... would have had his throat? We slit? know goddamn well that wouldn't have happened. No. Exactly. Because he's using that as a trigger. He knew what he was going to do when he got out of jail. Which means it's premeditated. Exactly. Yeah. He knew what Which he was going to do. Which means that that's not mental illness because that is not. If you're premeditated, you're thinking about it. That means you have a beginning, a middle, and an end to what it is that you want and to I do. And I think that's yeah, what that judge. Methodical. That's what that judge thought when he when he said, "Oh, he's got to be out of his fucking mind." He's not not literally. He's not out of his mind. You know, to yeah, bring up that defense. Literally not out of your mind. To bring up that defense. You know, three two days after you get out of the joint. You know, you know he had a grudge when he got out of there. You know, if he wasn't a white supremacist, then he wasn't good enough to join the gang. Yeah. So he got ganged. You know, or something like that, because I know what it's like in jail. I mean, I've never been, but I know from all family experiences that you either join one or you are one. Well, he probably thought he was going back anyway, and he wanted to prove himself. Yeah, that's not going to be the way to do it, especially if you came out there with with those problems that you might have had in there with with people of color. Yeah, well, they isolate each other, protected. But they, but they. (laughs) (laughs) I miss my mama. He's your I mama had, right I had to there. Yeah, that big germ because he's not talking into the microphone. He's not taking the microphone into his mouth. <laughs> another one, and another one, and another one, and another nice. one. Nice. Well, I'm not. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop living my life the way I live it every day because some some sociopath might be walking around. Because that could happen anywhere. That could happen in traffic. It could happen anywhere. But what people have to realize is that. If you have to walk around with your in your life with your head on a swivel, that's no way to live. No. No, it's not. No, it most certainly is not. You know, and fearing that someone's going to come and take your life because they don't like what you listening, what you're listening to, 
we could we could equate that on the same levels of I'm walking down the street with my girl. I'm walking down the street with my friend. Oh, I don't like I don't like how you and your friend look. I don't like the fact that you're with a person that's, that looks like me. You know, I decided I'm gonna take your life. You know. Well, I mean, how many times has that happened to any one of us? You know, where people just stare at us and look at us, and, and it's a challenge. All the fucking time. All the time. All yeah. the fucking time. And I yeah, try to explain this dead. to my white friends. Like, why are, you, why are you so paranoid? I'm like, first of all, I ain't fucking paranoid. Because if I was paranoid, I wouldn't be walking down the street with your ass. No. I see them. We can feel them. It's, 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 it's something when you grow up, a person of color in this country, you feel it. It's not just who you're with. It's what you got. So if you've got a decent ride and you're, you're out, you're dressed nice. Yeah. You're like, who are you? To have this. Right. Yeah, as if we haven't, we can't earn things. That it was a drug deal or that it was some sort of illicit something or other that got us the things that we have. Well, that's the whole thing. You can't, you can't, you can't dismiss this shit just because a certain few people did it. You know, a lot of white, a lot of our white friends would say, oh, that's, that's not everybody. Well, of course, you know, it's not every fucking body. It's just everybody that I notice. Yeah. Got you know? drug deals in my making. We're Target. Fuck yeah! I'm, I, this is toilet paper, motherfucker. It's Charmin. Okay, it's the only white thing in my bag is Charmin. Really? Unless they get some so of that brown toilet yourself. paper that they get in Harlem, I'll take some of that. Or Trump Please toilet so. paper. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't waste the fucking wipe on that shit. <laughs> you would. If, if you didn't free. have anything else, you'd, you'd use it. If it was free. If it was free. If it was free. Yeah, you'd never pay for it. No, I'd be like him. I wouldn't pay for it. No. <laughs> pay no. for shit. No. Well, <laughs> you pay us for other things. But I'm serious. I mean, walking around with your head on a swivel is bad enough, but walking around worrying about if you're going to be attacked is another whole thing. And I, for one, do not f- f- ever feel like carrying a pistol again. It's not my jam. I didn't like it when I was doing it. Don't like it now. Well, it goes back to, uh, I really feel like this this country and everything has regressed. I feel like whatever strides we have made have been seriously dampened. And in fact, if anything, we're moving backwards at a very rapid pace. And people are emboldened by their hatred. And it freaks me out. And I don't know what to do about it. And this goes back to, harkens back to one of our first episodes, which is, how do we every day manage to get up, get dressed, get out of the house with all of these things just flying at us. It's it's actually quite depressing. Yeah. You know, when you really think about it in a nutshell, it's quite it's quite depressing. Um but I would you gotta my my whole thing is you gotta get up, I gotta eat. You know? I gotta eat, I gotta pay my bills, I gotta pay my mortgage, whatever. And to be to be slowed down because of bullshit it's just it's so it's it's just exhausting actually yeah you can't be paralyzed no you know and i will not sit at home you know freaking out about what's going on outside you know in minneapolis no well it helped that i turned off the news it helped that i just don't watch the fucking news. i i I stopped watching i stopped watching our, our our i stopped watching our news like about a year ago on a regular basis there was nothing there except for the bad stuff you know they don't talk about the good shit, and if they do talk about the good shit, we're sure we're sure shit aren't regularly dragged into the good shit. You know. Well, my father recently had a seizure, 
and we were talking to the healthcare professionals today, and one of the things that triggers a seizure besides dehydration or you know family history, all these things, is anxiety. And my dad has been watching a lot of news lately, and I would actually blame, I would blame news, I would blame the administration, I'd blame the shit that we see and that we're inundated with every day. And I think that it's actually healthy to just stay the hell away from some of this news that's just constant negative fucking charge, at least in my life. It's negative charge. Well, it's a constant... I can't stay away from it. Well, it's you, you, you're constantly inundated with negative things going on, negative point of view, things like that. And unfortunately, that seems to be a lot of our uh, environment that is that is creating these news feeds, you know? I try to watch Al Jazeera or something from out of the country yeah. to get a different perspective. BBC, something like that sometimes. I like the BBC. I like Al Jazeera. Something that doesn't that's not influenced by our corporate... You know, you know, gerrymandering and mm-hmm. hand-holding. Well, NPR. So yeah, that. sometimes. Sometimes. Well, the thing with our news sources, and I think that a lot of people actually forget this, is that in America, people make money from news. It's a for-profit endeavor. And as a result, they want to sell the news as much as they possibly can. And they do. And people eat it up. That, that means that they're selling that sensational shit all the time. And... I don't know. I think we have to become better consumers of the stuff that we, we see out there. We have to be willful participants in the information that we actually take in and not just be... Uh, and, and share. You know, it's share. not going into some... Yeah, and share. And it's not going into some sort of dark space where, you know, it's just it's not news anymore. We need to keep this shit alive and we need to actually dissect it properly. A lot of... A bigger, a bigger, a bigger part of, the, of that problem pictures that people don't discuss things and talk to each other as openly as they should you know especially people in our community you know we all we just we tend to dissect each other and not understand what the other person went through or what they're going through at that moment they all we just assume that we're all on the same page like a lot of white hatred assumes that it's on the same page when they bring it up how many friends have do we know who have said this person thought I was totally on page with them, and then I had to correct them and go, nah, nah, I don't think that way. Hmm. You know, and it's not because I have black friends or et cetera, et cetera. It's because I just don't fucking think that way. Just because I'm white like you doesn't mean I'm like you. Right. And a lot of our people do the same fucking thing, you know? Well, Megan Rapinoe, when she was doing the acceptance for the Women's World Cup, she said, you know, we need to speak less and listen more. Exactly. Yeah. And She's I agree. Right. And we also need to stop indulging in willful ignorance. And there is a lot of that going on on both so sides much. of the fence. Yeah. So much. So much all over the place because we tend to go towards sources that, that reinforce the way that we already think. We're not looking for anything that's going to challenge us. We don't like to be challenged. We don't well, like to be questioned. We don't like to be wrong. Well, the biggest thing, the biggest, the biggest downfall of the media for me is that it, it enforces already instilled fears on both sides. Yeah. To everybody. Well, it's preaching to the choir. You know. That's what CNN. And it's not giving you. If media took a a more positive approach to not get ratings, (laughs) there'd be a lot more, you know, there'd be a a lot more people trying to indulge in in communication if they knew that they weren't, they didn't have anything to be afraid of. That will never happen. That will never happen. But at least to a certain degree. One can dream. <laughs> no. To a certain degree, the BBC is, is a state-run organization. So they aren't 
they're not running on ad revenue or all this other kind of stuff. So they can be a little bit more. They can have some more journalistic integrity. Yes. That doesn't mean they necessarily always do. But the bottom line is, is at least they're not running on ad ad revenue. No. No. And when you are, that's when you have to feed what the people want to hear. Fox being state run. A lot of people. Yeah, by the state of Alabama. <laughs> well, you know, Orange the 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 Orange Twitter has declared that Fox is is company non grata. Oh, they nobody nobody. No, he he likes the the network. He he likes Murdoch and all of them. He doesn't like the morning crew. You mean Fox you and Friends? Fox he, and Friends. He, he, he used to like them, them anymore. You know, because they didn't agree with what no. he was talking about. See, when nobody agrees with with Twitter. He throws him under a bus. Yeah. Oh, it's because he's a pure narcissist. But I wonder what I wonder what this piece of shit would say if you asked him about this Arizona incident. You know, I wonder. I, I mean, it because it, it's so unpredictable what will come out of a toddler's mouth. You know, so I wonder what he would say. What do you think he would say? You know, maybe you should. He would condemn does, it. Does the boy have a record? Well, he, he wouldn't he, condemn shit. He would not condemn it. Which it's a reprehensible act against a yeah. child, and he would not just condemn like he it. did not go back on you know the New York Five, yeah, the Central yeah, he, Park Five. Yeah, he's yeah. still sticking with that. You know they're guilty. Yeah. So yeah, well that fuckhead. Well, well, Mister, you know um, Donald Parton. What I call him? Because if it was if it was Donald what Parton. Cause he thinks he can just pardon everything, like he parted, he pardoned that piece of crap in Arizona, in Maricopa County. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was enough for me right there. Well, that's think. where this happened. Exactly. Maricopa County. Exactly. That's why yeah. I asked that question. What would he think? You know, and nothing. Him or his his crony that he pardoned would think nothing. But getting back to the rap music. I'm certainly not going to stop listening to rap. I highly doubt. Well, Hell no! I'm bumping K. J. Cole in my head right now. So there you go. Sing it, brother. Sing it. I'm good. That's right. <laughs> or not? Nah, I, nah, nah. I'm a baritone. I can't mess with no J. Cole. But the bottom line is, is that we're under attack yet again in a different way. We're we're under attack now for art and artistic expression, and that to me is the the beginning of of kind of like the Berlin book burnings and all of these other things that are set to oppress minority groups by limiting their way that they can express themselves. And this is one small kind of event that's just going to lead to other events. Well, well, if you look at, if you look at some of the, uh, some of the, the comments under a lot of, under any lose feed that has this story, you'll see the future in some of those comments. You see the future of how people think. Oh, that stuff is that stuff is violent anyway. It's well, of course, it was going to trigger a guy sometimes and make you feel threatened. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm threatened by cowboy boots, but you don't see me out there with no hatchet chopping off the tips of them. You know? Although that is a fashion statement these days. Have you seen those cowboy boots? <laughs> they, they look like sandals. Sandals. Oh. <laughs> Never catch a black person wearing those. No, oh, I wouldn't. Don't, don't, don't test it. <laughs> well, unless they're at a, unless they're at a Trump rally. 
Yeah. Well, or they're Ben Carson. Or they're Ben Carson. <laughs> no, they have. They always hire some group of black people to go to those fucking well, yeah, It's always the same fuckers right there with the hats. He's sitting there with the, the big ass <laughs> eyes going, they gave me Did some crack me? and $15. It's the same three sad, misguided black people. Yeah. Oh, and the, 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 the two women. Th- those two, two women. women. Oh, they're scary. Well, they got, they got caught. They got caught in tax evasion. They didn't pay really? taxes on all that money that they were getting from from this from this campaign. Well, they'll get pardoned. So that's they'll why you don't hear them. Yeah, they'll get pardoned. Terrible. They got a buddy in the White House. Oh, and then man. they can set up shop in Maricopa County. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably look yeah, great I, I better in pink. that guy's running for Congress or Senate or something. Well, isn't Sarah Sanders running for some sort of... I mean, now that she's no longer the, oh, yeah. the Speaker of the White House... Yeah, Alabama or something like oh, that. God, oh God! How perfect! She's gonna go how down there. Perfect. I mean, because oh that's God. what her, her father was. Cross-eyed, Huckabee clowns. Huckabee was her dad. Is her dad? Yeah, is her dad? Is her dad? Oh, shoot, I wish she, he was dead. Then I can say was. But all right. Well, she she's running in a state that's perfect then because the only way any oh I'm not even gonna say that. Well, she'll probably end up going to jail in Arizona because all those wasted babies that'll be in her face. You know. <laughs> you I'm went just, there. I fucking went there. Would you do it? No, dude. All right. No, it's uh, it's. It's my whole point. She's, she's disgusting. It's my whole point. Disgusting. Reprehensible. I, I, I'd rather kiss it's, a dolphin. It's very reprehensible. I'd rather kiss a dolphin, dude. A dolphin. Hell dolphin. Yeah. I kiss a dolphin. I kiss a dolphin. <laughs> You're slow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, we got a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot to do. That's, that's all I got to say. We got we a lot to do. We do have a lot to do. Yes. So, folks, we're going to wrap up this particular episode, but that doesn't mean we don't want to hear from you. So, please, send us your emails. You can reach us at blackhelpline at gmail. You can Twitter at us at blackhelpline, or you can leave us a Google voice at 612-615-9636. From all of us here at the Black Helpline... Thank you for listening. I'm Tricky Mickey. I'm Malcontent. I'm Big Germ. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>